0: of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Well, it's starting to get cold out there, Cameron. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. It's starting to get chilly. So today... What are we talking about? Oh, well, hey, th- happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody.
1: I don't know if you're releasing this today. I'll probably not. actually
0: release it the day before Thanksgiving just for fun. Today. Today, which is the day we're <laughs> right now. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah but so, happy Thanksgiving, anyways. Have a delicious Thanksgiving, mm, to everybody. Turkey is so good. Yeah. With gravy <clears throat> and stuffing. Oh, man. I, I love it. Cranberry sauce. I feel like I'm just eating it for like
1: five days too much. Which like, is the best. Turkey. And oh, so A little good. more roll.
0: My gosh. Oh, yeah.
1: Huh. Love America. Oh, it's the Love best. Love America. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, speaking of cold, huh. figured uh it's getting colder. Sure is. We're going into the winter times. We are. We won't see snow ever again because of global warming. Which but, is great, yeah. But uh-huh. we need to be prepared for it. We do. And every year you have to like reassess mm-hmm. you know, what do I have in my vehicle? What do I have at home? And how am I gonna stay alive mm-hmm. when I lose power? We're gonna talk about that.
0: Yeah, it's great stuff to know. Yeah, it is. And if you want to be more prepared. For winter months you know a great way to do it is with a subscription to battle box it really it is. really is most subscription boxes, they're full of samples and junk you're just not going to use, but not Battle Box. It is the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month Battle Box sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but Here's a sampling of what users received this month. The LED Lenser ML6 750 Lumen Lantern. Our good friend Curran was showing it I've been on the playing, last podcast. I've been
1: playing with it since. Yeah, you like to play with stuff it's like great, that, don't yeah. you?
0: It is super unique. It is. Like, I would have never found it on my own. You wouldn't, and that's the cool thing about BattleBox. I don't New know where you. find stuff. That you, yeah, I don't know how they to do it. Go to space and get it. Pretty much. Yeah. And then the Rapid Pure Pioneer Straw. That's y- pretty you, cool. It, you always... You got to have something to get water. Yeah. And that is something that gets water for you, even it if it's dirty. All this badassness starts at just 30 bucks per month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and won Best Men's subscription box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at Trybattlebox.com casual preppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Listener. Reviews starts now.
1: Yeah, and Battlebox is like, I think all their stuff has been amazing and I honestly think they're going to like destroy it it's next gonna year. Yeah. It's going to get better. It's going
0: to get better starting, so, oh, we've, we have a little bit of insight on what's yeah. going on over there. Holy moly. Don't waste your time. Get ready. But huh.
1: listener review, love huh. the humor. Yeah,
0: five star. Mm-hmm. I listen and
1: watch so much prepper stuff that it's a nice change of pace to listen to two morons. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> That's what he was heading toward. Mm-hmm. To listen to two guys who are informative yet
0: genuinely funny too. That's nice. So he's like, oh, it's too much. Yeah, I need to listen to funny prepping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it's true though. Sometimes you do need that change of pace. For... You get a little paranoid when yeah. you listen to other things. You do. <laughs> And for us, we're like, hell, it's not a
1: big deal. No biggie. The world's going to end. Pandemics aren't that big a deal. (laughs) Right? I know how to
0: survive monsters (laughs) and volcanoes. Yeah. Asteroids. Yeah.
1: So thank thank you, buddy.
0: Thank you, Rufus the Pig from Apple Podcasts. That's his name. (laughs) Um, If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, please go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, leave us a five-star review and make it awesome. It's the Mad, Mad World. And before we get into Mad, Mad World, something to me that is kind of Mad, Mad World, I don't know if you saw this, Cameron, but True Prepper just put out their list of the top 10 best Prepper podcast on the face of the galaxy. (laughs) Um, And guess who was number one? Yours truly. Truly. That was a little awkward. That was super weird <laughs> <That was> weird. <laughs> okay. That oh, wasn't planned. It was not planned at all. And that freaks me out a Rewinded little bit. Rewinded. It, it sounded really nice. That's a glitch in the matrix right there. Like a hundred percent. Holy super crap. Weird. That was we couldn't have synchronized that. When I better. looked at it, I was
1: like, did I say that? Or did he say that almost? <laughs> like I couldn't tell. I no, I didn't even want to finish because it's like <laughs>
0: if, am I saying <laughs> holy crap, that was weird. <laughs> that was um, weird. <laughs> Um, anyways, yeah. Oh, my, we're in sync. That was, that was, we were the number one podcast, which yeah. was super cool. When they put it out, the first list out in 2017, we were number nine. We just got started. We were the little kids on the block just <laughs> trying to feed out. Um, but that was really cool. I
1: know when you sent me the link, I was like, maybe mm, number 10, yeah. like slipped in there, but... We were tippy top,
0: hair hey, roll, tippy yeah, top, pretty rad. So thank yeah. you, true prepper, and thank you to you guys for making us that, getting us over that hump. Yeah, you know, <laughs> know what I mean. The hump, the hump, the hump. Day the home. hump. Yeah, but Mad Mad World, Cam, you got anything good? I do. Okay. So little do you know, hmm. you go
1: to a board meeting. Yeah, you know your
0: kids. I'm you know, bored at meet... all meetings. Yes, Most and these
1: especially. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, maybe you don't like the things that are being taught. Okay. Maybe you don't like, you know, the way that the school's going. But guess what? Mm. If you raise a little, you know, a little, a little hell, a little hell. Yeah. Not specifically threatening teachers shouldn't be doing that. No, but don't do that. If you're getting mad and stuff, mm-hmm. guess what? You're getting tagged by the FBI. So this was a big mm-hmm. controversial thing lately mm-hmm. that the FBI, the the head, um, what's his name? Not coming to mind. Anyways, mm-hmm. he was like, no, we're not doing that. But uh, whistleblowers like, uh, yeah, we <laughs> we, are. we are threat tagging parents that are going to these meetings wow. and like kind of freaking out. Granted there are people that are nuts. Sure, yeah. And like freaky anyway, but yeah. why the FBI spending time, money, resources for terrorist anti-terrorism and going and tagging parents? Come on. What the FBI? Seriously. Seriously. So it says uh the purpose of the threat tag is to help scope this threat on a national level and provide an opportunity for comprehensive analysis. Of the threat picture for effective engagement with law enforcement partners at all levels, okay. says the email signed by Timothy McVeigh. Uh, yeah, the FBI's assistant director for counterterrorism. Oh, okay. Counterterrorism. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like no, no. Yeah, I. don't... You know, there th- things are just chaotic now, and it's, it's like over we're the using top. our government money and mm. time to investigate freaking parents. Like it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Anyways, yeah, we're, our world is just. Crumbling.
0: It's mad. Our world is you mad. You don't like things right. taught,
1: guess what? You can go to
0: jail. Yeah, go to jail. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, you want to know what else is crazy? Yesterday or today, I don't know when it was exactly, but NASA launched a spacecraft in uh, with uh, SpaceX, which is kind of cool. They, they sent it up there. It's called DART. Double Asteroid Redirection Test. Double Asteroid. <laughs> Double, yeah. Which is cool. We talked about this, which is so awesome, in our asteroid episode, Surviving Asteroids. Basically, they're sending it out into space to this asteroid that's 525 feet across, and they're going to hit it. It's like a ram, right? Yeah. They're going (laughs) to hit it at 15,000 miles per hour and try and move it. (laughs) I'm
1: super interested to see what it does. It is so cool.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? I just saw
1: that. It must have just released something on it
0: like two days ago or a day ago. It it was like, yeah, I think it just went up, just barely. So I don't know when it's actually going to hit, but... It's so cool. It DART's goal is to crash, is a crash that will slow Dimorphis, and that's the, the asteroid, and cause it to fall closer towards the bigger asteroid, shaving 10 minutes off its orbit. So they're trying to just move it and see. So this is a test for when there actually is like that Armageddon-style asteroid coming, that they can throw up this, this space satellite and boom, and hit it. It that's all. crazy and that was one of the ways we had talked about in that episode that that we could possibly adjust in orbit of a of yeah a, of it an seems asteroid. so
1: unrealistic but it totally does that's cool i hope it hope it's successful that's i know cool. maybe I, space force will be hiring tugboat guys it's like so, yeah. bumping asteroids for sure i'm an asteroid bumper <laughs> <laughs> i'm an asteroid bumper. i got the patch right here <laughs> <laughs> just drive a spaceship like a, this is like <laughs> huge
0: steel front yeah. end like that's, That's weird. That's yeah, cool though, huh? That is cool. That's awesome. Anyways, mad using in your world. mind, using your mind. Yeah. So winter is on its way and it's here for some of us. Yeah. What was it like, twenty or nineteen this morning? I don't know. It's cold. Or cold. Balls. Yeah, I know it was cold. And so the cold. I'm not ready. The cold weather is coming. the The winter weather is coming. The snow, the sleet, all the things that it brings, and it brings very um, specific things that you have to prep for, right? And so we said, hey. You know, there's a lot of problems that it can cause for you and your family. Let's do an episode. We did one quite a ways back, but it's something that I think you have to continually keep Always. up on, continually think about the things that need to happen. So so um, winter storms, blizzards, they create higher risk of, obviously, car accidents. That's a bad deal. Hypothermia, that's a bad deal. You're going to talk about that later, aren't you? A little bit. Frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, heart attacks. It's crazy when you look at the statistics for heart attacks in the winter it goes way up. Yeah. Because people are out there,
1: you know, anyway. I think home fires are like...
0: Home fires go way
1: up. Double or triple during yeah. the winter season.
0: Yeah. You know, you have the possibility of losing power, losing heat, losing communications because of these things. And so, the elderly, the sick, Children are all, you know, at high risk during this season. And so we need to figure out how do we prepare for that and what are the things we can do to make it easier for you, right? But yeah, I always said if the apocalypse is going to happen, it's it's either going to be middle winter, (laughs) which I would prefer over the dead
1: middle of summer. summer. No, thank you. But yeah, it's going to happen one of those two. It's not going to be spring or fall. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the worst.
0: And so obviously just every winter even if it's a mild winter these are things that you need to do. But just general, yeah. But sometimes there's gigantic storms that come through. And so I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about a few of the big storms that have hit in winter in the United States and the things that they've done and the damage that they've caused because they uh, they can really you don't sometimes you don't think about blizzards. As something that's going to cause a lot of damage, right. you think hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, but yeah, blizzards can really do some. Defense. Yeah, the United States has a lot of weird. They do weather, like yeah. the hurricanes, the tornadoes, and mm. and it seems like they're all <clears throat> racist storms. I'm seeing here. So the yeah, first storm this is full on. Yeah, it was back in 1888, it was called the Great White Hurricane. All right, <laughs> freak. <laughs> the deadliest recorded winter storm in the United States occurred on March. Of 1888, the heaviest snowfall was concentrated in northeast, primarily New York. This is crazy. It's crazy. The northeast like gets you know, hammered. Get, and I, I, I don't know why. But I think it's Lake just the weather patterns, you know, the ocean and whatnot. Over the course of four days, fifty foot snowdrifts. <laughs> oh fifty foot. <laughs> that's insane. It is. A high winds took out power lines and blocked travel. Once the snow melted, further damage was done by extensive flooding and ensuing fires. Fifty foot. That's, that's insane. It's <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> like just thinking about that's it. a transformer, <laughs> dude. Uh, Optimus. Uh, what was that? <laughs> yeah, Optimus. What is he? not I can't remember. It was a hilarious. Uh, anyways, nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, either. we don't. No. Um, the snowstorm was responsible for over 400 deaths. Millions of dollars worth of damage. The storm. That's it? Yep, I know. Yeah. It was also cited as one of the reasons for the creation of underground subway systems in New York no and Boston. Joke. Yeah. Like, hey, let's put it underground. Yeah, Ain't gotta, snow down there. The snow's bad. Let's <laughs> do that stuff underground. So that's the Great White Hurricane of 1888. I never would have thought that would lead to subway systems. It kind of makes sense, though, right? Yeah, it does. And then we have the White Hurricane of 1913. Um, The next most deadly winter storm in the U.S. happened in the Great Lakes region in November of 1913. Over the course of four days, hurricane-strength winds sunk eight ships and killed over 200 people. The wind created waves over 35 feet high. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That that scares me. I don't like water like that. I don't either. I I watch those videos of, like, Coast Guard and stuff, and I'm like, how do
1: those guys do that? I don't get
0: it. Like, it just seems like you don't have anything to fight against. No, you're dead. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. You hope you don't sink. Yeah. This one doesn't seem quite as racist, but I'm sure we all know somebody named Larry that's racist. Storm Larry. (laughs) This was in 1978. Sounds like some... Football player, I know. Uh-huh.
1: offensive line. Has storm storm Larry. Larry.
0: Storm Larry got to fumble. The Storm Larry Center. He's freaking <laughs> incredible. Yeah. uh The Blizzard of 1978 was responsible for about 100 deaths and 4,500 injuries. Jeez. The snow combined with hurricane strength winds knocked out power, heat, and water for over a week.
1: That's a long the time. The storm
0: started suddenly and people were unprepared. Weird. The snow drifts came so quickly and heavily that many people were trapped inside their homes or cars for several days.
1: This is without the dependence on Netflix, exactly. and yeah. cell phones. What uh, did
0: you do during Storm Larry? I don't know. #hashtag Storm Larry. Watched Star
1: Wars over and over again. Yeah, you
0: got Star Wars, but they didn't have VHS. Oh, you couldn't watch it at bro. home. Jeez, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't they know. They acted it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They did. Yeah, they go out, go outside. Larry and his grandkids did it.
1: Um, <laughs> what's the little? Uh, um, what's the little thing that? Luke cuts open and gets inside. Oh yeah, I don't remember. He's all, let's that pretend we're not, and just run around
0: outside. White little yeah. things that come out of it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the last one I've got is Snowmageddon from 2010. Oh yeah, this one. Sweet. This one is weird, dude. I've never heard of this. I didn't know that this was a thing. When we get to it, I'll tell you. The Snowmageddon storm of 2010 was actually the combination of two blizzards hitting the same area simultaneously. Like, how do how do you separate them? <laughs> like. That's That's the same blizzard. That snows from that blizzard. (laughs) That snows from that blizzard. Combining. Just waiting for an aftershock from that (laughs) earthquake two years ago. This is so weird. The storm, which took place right after Christmas, featured a rare event known as thundersnow. Wow, dude! In which lightning and thunder. And the snow. <laughs> I know, man. I've watched that movie, in which the <laughs> lightning and thunder of a regular snowstorm is accompanied by snowfall instead of rain. What the crap? Would that not creep you the hell out? Yeah. It's like, like, well, we're <sighs> the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, like it's burst um, off the axis. I'm pretty where, sure. Where's Jesus? Because he's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that would freak you out. Thunder and snow. Yeah, that. But yeah, be, thunder that'd snow. Be Really weird. Thunder snow. It's like a name of a. I don't
1: know. Is this the do you remember when that like super nasty cold front like killed all those cattle up in uh, North Dakota and stuff? I think um, that was this year. Was it twenty ten? Yeah,
0: I don't know, man. Anyways. But that was
1: weird. The temperatures like plummeted. Yeah. in one day, yeah. like and killed a ton of cows.
0: Anyways, scary, crazy. Anyways, so that's kind of just us, you know, a little sampling of w- at what, any second, any second one of these you just things get can hit happen with snowmageddon. Yeah, exactly. And I just hope one day I get to experience a thunder snow. Yeah. I'm so to like,
1: hey, kids, you won't see this every day. It's a Get outside.
0: <laughs> Listen, watch, feel, thundersnow. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, that I, sounds like a movie title. It does, right?
1: snow, featuring Mel Gibson. Yeah. From
0: the producers of Sharknado <laughs> is thundersnow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it feels like, right? Netflix original. <laughs> then, now it'd be like an Amazon Prime. Yeah, it would be an Amazon Prime. Probably. Or like a peacock or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of those smaller you know, studios. Prime, man yeah. <laughs> they can't get it together they though. haven't figured out their originals I mean there's been a couple there have been not really what we're talking about today but we're gonna move on winter preparedness when you talk about winter preparedness you got to start at home that's where the heart is the heart is <laughs> and the hearty is the ho- <laughs> So that's where the Hardy is. That's right, always, pretty I need, much. Oh
1: man, I'm, somebody's gonna make a plaque. That seems like a plaque when you go into somebody's house. Home is where the Hardy
0: is. Established two thousand and six. Picture you sitting on your couch. <laughs> oh, you know.
1: always i on my couch. You <laughs> son of a-
0: <laughs> avoiding texts for me to try to get you to go to jujitsu. Screw <laughs> that guy. Home is where the Hardy is. <laughs> busy <laughs> busy my home its where hardy is um so you got to start at home that's that's the place to start i mean a large storm hits or there is you know a, a thunderstorm on the way you hope that you're in your house with all your right. preps things you know what i mean you have the things you need so um it always comes back to the basics you have to have your food you have to have your water and you have to have your medicals mm-hmm. right <laughs> Um, those are American. So, yes, you have to have that. Right. So if you get stranded in your home, the weather prevents you from going to the store or maybe even, you know, the supply chain gets cut because of this storm. You need to be ready to keep yourself good for days or weeks. Like, you know, one of those storms that said it was a week before power came back. Yeah. And I've seen like those storms in Chicago and stuff like the, the whole street. Uh There's like no way you can get through. No plows can get it. Like you'd have to do it all by hand. You just have to stay in your house basically. So So, um, You've got to be ready with the basics, food, water, and meds. And that means we talk about this all the time, but you have to have that backup supply of those life-saving medications. If you're on something that you have to take every day to not die, you absolutely have got to have some sort of a plan because if you can't get out because one of these snowstorms, what are you going to do? Right. It freaks me out, man. That's that's a scary thing. So I just say if you're all we on can't one of those, fit you all in. No, and if you can't get out the door, it doesn't matter if they can fit you in. Right, you can't get it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Right, so that's a big deal. Um, and and this is a thing I harp on all the time too is that family emergency plan. Um, these emergency plans they apply to all aspects of prepping. You know, it's not just like the end of the world like an asteroid's coming and Dart didn't do its job Yeah, now we're all gonna die but a blizzard is part of this so if you live in a part of the country where blizzards and, you know, really bad snowstorms are a thing, then that has to be part of your family emergency plan. What do you do? You have to spell that out, right? Right. Um, So No, I think that's
1: huge because how many times you've been at work and the weather's just getting crazy and you're like, am I going to be able to make it home tonight? Like,
0: is my family, do they have power there and I'm not there? Like, you've got to have this plan set up. Yep, you have to have that plan and that goes back to communications and all that kind of stuff. So, But before, like, these things happen and, and winter's coming on and there is nothing going on, you can prepare your home to be better prepared for one of these storms, right? So, uh, one thing you can I do, I feel is... like mine just needs all new insulation. I'm just getting tear the walls down, let's <laughs> get a new house, burn Seriously, this one down. Mine's so bad getting with heat, yeah. So, make sure you have adequate insulation, that is one of the biggest things. Um, you probably got skimped you probably did. I didn't build it, so. Nope. Yeah. So you need to check your walls and your attics. Those are the biggest places where obviously it's yeah. very important. A lot of times in the attics they don't even put insulation in there. It's you got to make sure there's insulation right. because you're just losing heat and yeah. and cold air is coming in. So, um also, you know, caulking in all the right places. Yeah. You got to have gotta that get done. Get caulk in there. Um your windows and then the weather stripping around the doors is super important. That's yeah. something that I've got to do this year. Yep.
1: I <laughs> I do too. Oh, I was, gosh. like,
0: laying on my couch because that's where
1: I live. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I was, like, looking at our back door, and I could see
0: light through yeah. the whole thing. I'm yeah. like, well, got to replace all that. Exactly. But it's, like, stuff that you don't There's think like about. There's, like, spiders coming in now. Yeah. Earwigs. my like... kids sneaking in <laughs> under the weather. Stripping. Snakes. And... <laughs> yeah. Snakes.
1: Everything's coming in. Not good. I ain't getting off the couch, <laughs> Not, though.
0: Never mind. Home is where the hearty is. You don't worry about it. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, keeping up with this is going to do a lot of different things, but it's going to save you money in the end because your home is going to be more fuel efficient trying to heat it, yeah. trying to cool it, all those things. Also, if the power does go out, it's going to stay warmer longer um, if all of those things are done. Yeah. So, take the time. Now is a great time to do it. Yeah. Before it gets super cold. Get those things done. Get them looked at. Do what you can. You might not be able to do it all. Yeah. But do something. Yeah. And you can tell, too, like, like my house— the backside with all the windows mm-hmm.
1: and the doors, like, that all faces um, west. West, yeah. And so it's just, like, weathered, mm-hmm. and that's where all the storms seem to hit, and <laughs> yeah, it leaks. Exactly. So yep. it's like, you focus on, like, that area first. and exactly. then go Because I've been caulking all my windows, and ugh,
0: that house just needs to be torn to the ground. Get rid of it. Um, another thing to think about come winter months, if you have big trees around your house, is making sure those large branches that are coming over are trimmed. Because oh, yeah. I've had an issue with this in, in my previous house where one came down and went right into the roof and there was a hole in the roof. Not Did good. You? Yeah.
1: So you I've have to... been terrified about that. Yeah. But we don't have trees that grow out in the South. No. <laughs> yeah. We don't.
0: But if you do, make sure that those are trimmed and they're because you get a big snow that those things break, come down on you or your house or your dog or your kids or whatever. Yeah. So... You a thunder snow. It's gonna start heck, on fire and fall on you. Thunder your house. snow? Heck no. That's what I say. <laughs> right. Say no to thunder snow. <laughs> and just say no to thunder snow. Um, you may want to have That's a change of... city plan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, okay. I'm well, the emergency management what guy. else?
0: That's <laughs> we're just starting a campaign <laughs> on the internet. We haven't gotten into the plan and the details, yeah.
1: but say no to thunder snow.
0: Hashtag... You got to put a hashtag in front of it. That's what my kids well, said. Open the
1: discussion. What do you want to do <laughs> after that?
0: <laughs> my grandkids said I need to use hashtags and fancy um, things. <laughs> so I've got to. Say no to thunder snow hashtag no hashtag I don't know one of those. It's working. It's working. It's I think. working. Haven't had one yet. <laughs> Been great. <clears throat> right. Don't know how. But you may you may want to obviously have a chainsaw or an axe on hand in case one of those things does happen. You can go up and fix the issue. Yeah. Pretty quick. It down. Yep. Um, Scared threats too. Yeah. Good yeah. home defense for show sure. Um, a lot of things, Something that happens quite frequently in these colder months is pipes freeze. Yeah. Especially on older homes. And I've had this issue one year, Thanksgiving morning, my pipes burst Perfect underneath the house. house. It was, per- well, they froze and like, I had to get under the house and it was one of those where they just- and hug them until no, they warmed like, up? like you g- barely had like enough room to get under. I had to like shimmy under there. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like a home that was built in the forties. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then as I was under there trying to get them unfrozen, they burst <laughs> while I was in there. <laughs> Can I tell you, that's one of the scariest moments of my life. So- <laughs> that was kinda what it was like. Gotta hold a floorboard. <laughs> I can't breathe. Should've roll my scuba gear. <laughs> um Guide me to the dishwasher <laughs> or something, I breathe through. Uh, so anyways, so make sure that you if there if there is an issue like that that happens frequently in your home that you either have like some heat tape down on those or whatever, or, or small child. Small they child you can
1: crawl underneath easier. <laughs>
0: <sighs> breathe on Um but, or leave your water running a trickle, you know, yeah. cold trickle, okay? Yeah, okay? <laughs> That's what I call it. Um, Doesn't you, need to be hot. No. Just cold trickle. A cold trickle. <laughs> if you have a fireplace, keep that sucker well maintained. Yeah. You know, uh, my grandpa had this issue a few years back. Chimney packed full or? Yeah, it caught a fire up in his <laughs> attic. Caught a fire in there. Great. <laughs> Um, that's a way to keep chim- the a way to keep the attic hot. Yeah. Start a fire. Get rid of them
1: spiders. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good way. <laughs> burn all the webs <laughs> up. Do it once
1: every few years. <laughs> it's like burning weeds <laughs> on a ditch. Just burn the whole damn thing and get it all out of there. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty
0: good. Pretty um smart. so just make sure that you keep it maintained, you know. Um also have those alternate sources of heat because if the power goes out for some reason, furnaces were dick yeah. so you got to have something else everything meet. is yeah electrical yeah so like. make sure you have like a mr buddy or a wood burner is great too um what about a mrs buddy they know. got those i don't know they're kind of temperamental <laughs> just two hot canisters <laughs> two hot canisters yeah oh mrs buddy <laughs> i wish you were miss buddy <laughs> yeah i guess i should say <laughs> miss buddy um Anyways, stupid, on from that, joke. stupid jokes. Um, And speaking of those things, keep fire extinguishers on hand. Yeah. Because, like Cam mentioned, they do it full on. Like, mm. people Yeah, burn a blanket in the middle of the collision. <laughs> yeah, it's cold in here. Wool burns. <laughs> I got a blanket. Bring the generator inside. It's getting cold. It's getting cold. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, have fire extinguishers on hand because that's when things get nasty. You know what I mean? For sure. Understand how to turn off the water and the gas to your home very important also make sure that you have smoke and carbon monoxide detectors because people get stupid when they get cold and yeah. the power goes out they get chiming they take mm. them everything out of them and just put them back <laughs> yeah i know yeah but I've people there. they bring in you know their cooking stuff they bring in their generator inside yeah, the house deep
1: fried turkey
0: yeah inside cold outside and then they die yeah so you make sure you have those in your home and, and that they're working um, have a snow shovel with some salt on hand, obviously. When it snows, you want to have a shovel. Yeah, I like that. Um, Extra blankets. Mm-hmm. Worst comes to worst, you just throw on some extra blankets and you live. You don't die. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So have extra stuff. Yeah. I We never I have, have a, enough blankets.
1: <clears throat> I know. I have a tendency to, like, hoard blankets, too. Yeah. My wife's like, this one's getting old and kind of fraying. I'm like, I'll throw it in the camper.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. I, do I don't have. it's like... Even if you use it to like change oil, (laughs) exactly, or if you use it to you know put in a window or something when it's the power goes out, yeah, thunder snow blanket, (laughs) you know. But I do. I have a hard time getting rid of them. I do too. Usually when they've
1: washed and all the cottons in one end, yeah, it's like (laughs) doesn't matter. It's a piece of crap, but could use it
0: for something. Use it as a pillow now. Mm -hmm. Um, Picnic blanket. Also have several alternate communication methods at your home because obviously the internet goes out or, or the power. That's one yeah. communication method down. Do you have a landline? <clears throat> Does that landline work if the power goes out? Know that. you Know know what it is. Emergency. Usually. Usually, but sometimes not. They, yeah. they actually changed it in our area to where they'll only be on for so long. They just have backup batteries now. Oh, come on. Oh, uh, no. Um, emergency radio, we've talked about this a million times. Make sure you have a good one with several ways to power it. Uh, Two-way radios, Cam and I have this as an alternate that we can communicate back and forth to each other, at least. I have a drone Hmm. with a dry erase board on it. Yeah, he brings it to me. I draw a picture of a dick, and I send it back. He's alive. <laughs> he's still Everything's there. Everything's okay. <laughs> you imagine that? Come down. He would probably come back and be like, you got an outline done? <laughs> probably what it would be. <laughs> What's the next episode going to be on? <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's good. Want to go to jujitsu? Get off that couch. <laughs> get off the couch. Also ham radio. Yeah. This type of year, turkey radio. I really I need to know. get it
1: done. Like, current got me all fueled up, and then I never asked him how he, like, what, what resources Just he Just send used. him a text.
0: We'll get it figured out. Yeah. Um don't forget about your pets. Yeah. They got to live too and so, you can eat them. And you can eat them, but wump, you want to keep feeding them, so make sure you have some extra food on hand for that kind of stuff yeah. in those uh, scenarios. Uh, backup portable multi-fuel generator always a huge plus if yeah. you can get it. I
1: really want a multi-fuel.
0: Yeah, I mean even if it's not multi-fuel, even if it's just a regular one fuel That's great.
1: Single few. Yeah.
0: Um, Also consider those smaller backup USB power banks. At least you can keep those devices charged, your iPads and your phones and things like that. Um, You're going to want those for your children's Yeah. uh, because they're going to be This is where
1: relying on solar might be a little bit tricky because you could have a storm
0: going (laughs) for a long time. So just make sure that you you have some backup power uh,
1: supplies. This is where that solar home could come in really handy. Even though I just said... The so yeah. solar is a little bit limited. You yeah. usually still get charged. You'll
0: though. get some you'll get a small charge. But if
1: that, that battery lasts forever, it that. does. And all this has got yeah. what, four lights? It's got the one yep. on the device mm-hmm. and then the two. And it's they're
0: great. Yeah. So anyways, Absolutely. look into it. Yeah. Be also, dumb. being in an emergency situation like this, we talked about this. Being fit and healthy is gonna be a huge plus. It really is. really like Well, it always is. It always is, right? But you may have to go, you know, dig out your vehicle. You may have to shovel the driveway or you know, yeah. you may actually have to walk to get supplies. Yeah. Because the roads are shut down or whatever that might be. So all of yeah, have these have you ever walked in like foot high snow? I have. You don't even have to go very far and you're like, This sucks. I this is horrible. So much energy. And you just want to lay down and then go you to start sleep.
1: sweating and getting more cold. And...
0: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yep, all of these present issues if you aren't fit. So they say heart attacks and exhaustion are super common in the winter months because people go outside, it's cold, they're out there shoveling and they're doing whatever they have, and they have a heart attack. Yeah, because they're true. not fit, they're fat, and they're they're dumb. Yep. So make and sure the cold that, kind of yeah, it exacerbates all that yeah. kind of stuff. So just make sure again, being healthy and being fit is going to be huge in every prepping situation. So think yeah. about that.
1: Yeah, like, one of my near-death experiences was snowmobiling, and I got it stuck.
0: Yeah, oh, and gosh, it's
1: horrible. And trying to unshovel it, and it yeah. was, like, sinking down, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, when you're trying to lift the back end of a snowmobile, I'm like, that was the worst. That's why I hate snowmobiling. You need to be,
0: yeah. I hate it.
1: Like, it it, it was. It was, like, scariest, and the, and the sun yeah. was going down, I'm like, I'm gonna die.
0: When I was, like, 12. So we would have to snowmobile in, into the lodge every winter. Yeah. But you couldn't get close. So you had to snowmobile about 10 miles oh, up, geez. right? But we had to go up there to shovel off all the um, the roofs because <laughs> yeah. there was so much snow, they would just collapse the roof. So we got about a mile from the lodge. How deep does it get up there? Oh, like 10 feet. I was going to say, it has it's to insane. clear up there. Yeah. So we got about a mile from the lodge and the snowmobile broke down. And I was with it was me and my grandpa and my cousin uncle. We've talked about him before, Buzz. He was 13, I was 12. My grandpa was like, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to have to walk back to the truck, which was about nine miles. Um, And it was about seven o'clock. It was starting to get dark. So he's like, you guys walk to the lodge. Stay Are the you night. <laughs> I was 12 years old. So we walked to the lodge a mile um and had to break in. And With it, no snowmobile track. No snowmobile like, track. Because when that's packed, it's yes. usually easier to walk on. And 12 years old. By ourselves. That's insane. Up at the lodge, your grandpa's like, "Hope you two die." Yeah, I'll be back. So we we got a fire going. Mark your body. Yeah, <laughs> we got a fire going. Slept next to the fire, singing like hymns all night because we were so scared. Sasquatch? Now, did he was get eat back us. before? He came back the next day because <laughs> he had to go all the way back to town and everything was closed. Wow, that's right? Insane. So we had to stay there by ourselves. Anyways, that after that, I never much liked snowmobiles. Yeah. Um, That's Bigfoot terrain, too. Oh, my gosh. I was so scared. That was the creepiest night of my life. <laughs> right. That's insane. He just let you two go. Well, we, he, <clears throat> we couldn't walk all the way back. Right. We were right. too young. You know? But, like, man. It was scary. a mile to the lodge, nine miles back to the truck. So he made it. That was the last all time lived. we saw Kobe. <laughs> exactly. He came back, yeah. Um. So, thinking about a winter storm coming, you're like most people, you were an idiot and you haven't prepped anything. Yeah. Let's think about that scenario. Yeah. What can you do? In those last few hours or that last day to get prepared for a storm, right? Yeah, um, I like this. I mean, like this is like if you get anything out of this, yeah, this is going to help. But this ton. is great stuff. I think so. The number one thing is you need to ke- get that information. You need to understand when the storm is coming, what it, how bad it's going to be. What Snow is what is a thunder snow um <laughs> what it means right so you have to have that communication so number one you have to have an emergency radio we talked about that if you don't have one it's a great time to just go pick one up yeah. just in case they're not that expensive right uh, the next thing i would do is make sure you have those emergency apps on your phone because they're actually going to give you those alerts automatically as long as you have data or wi-fi <laughs> right um i 100 my favorite app is the red cross emergency app i think it's the best it's one of my favorites. So go get that one. You can set up alerts for your area and it'll give you alerts on all those other things. If there's a winter storm coming, yeah. it's going to alert you. Also your local emergency. Alert. five parents were tagged <laughs> exactly right. nearby. Angry parents at your school. <laughs> instead FBI of FCI alerted. Instead of sex offenders moving. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I get
1: those through um my little security. What is it? Oh, uh, do you? My yeah, basically the one that monitors credit and all that. Uh, it'll be like a you know, sex offender moved in within pretty, now. It's gonna be like yeah, aggressive parent aggressive parent tagged by FBI
0: moved in yeah. next to you anyway also subjects. also your local emergency management some should have some sort of an emergency alert system whatever that is get signed up and get it so the first thing you need to you need to head to the store if you haven't got anything like food and water that's the first thing you need to do it's going to be tough because so is everybody else going to the store right yeah. so you need to you need to get at least two weeks of food two weeks of water yeah have it now get it okay? And if it's the last minute and you don't have that, go get it. This, and try and get stuff that maybe doesn't require power to cook or eat if you can. Yeah. Right. So think about that. Um,
1: well, just looking back to those storms you mentioned, it's like the worst in, you know, some of the historical storms, one week, one week, like most of the time, I mean, it would be rare to go beyond that. Most people have
0: three days of food in their house, less than three. So it's like Idiots! You're dead. Idiot. You're Can't dead. eat snow all day. No, um, make sure you have candles. You have flashlights. You have batteries for those flashlights. Those would be super important, so you can see what you're doing in your home. Right? Toiletries. Make sure you can wipe your butt and brush your teeth and wash your body. You yeah. want to continue to do that. Something else is going to be super important is keeping your yourself and if you have kids, keeping them entertained and occupied. Mm-hmm. Get some games. Get some books. Yeah. Whatever you could do in those last few minutes is going to help. If you don't have those, obviously. <clears throat> Snow shovels and ice melt, that's pretty obvious. And if you can get to that store and they have it, a small indoor safe uh, indoor safe heater with some yeah. fuel. Yeah, those think... can be
1: tricky because I there's a lot of misleading there information. Is. Like you go to Amazon, it's like safe, and then yeah. you get it, and it's like don't use it indoors.
0: Don't use it indoors. Yeah, but I think,
1: like you said, the Mister Buddy's probably the best bet.
0: It is, yeah. And you can usually find it. At I Walmart. have an RV
1: one that's in oh, my dear. camper, and that's probably the one I would bring indoors, just because I know it's it's safe.
0: Hasn't exactly. killed us yet. Yeah, but good. it says
1: it's safe. But mm-hmm. but yeah, those yeah you got to like
0: tons of heaters are not safe. Yeah. Indoors. So those are the things you need to focus on if you get to the store. Get those things. Get out. Get home as quick as you can. But on your way back home, top off your car as, as far as fuel goes. Get a full tank because, again, you don't know if that uh, fuel is coming back, if it's getting restocked for quite some time, or if you can even get to the gas station. And Maybe there's going to be lines or whatever it is. So fill up your car, and if you have some gas cans, fill that up too. Um, a lot of this stuff I'm probably going to do anyways, even though I know I'm prepared for something like yeah, this. Yeah, no. I I'm gonna do most of this. Gas is a billion dollars mm-hmm. a gallon right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but I filled all mine, I, so I had to mow my lawn mm-hmm. one more time before. And I was like,
0: I'm gonna just hit all my gas. Fill cans. it all up. Yeah. So it's a good idea. Um, if you can, uh, obviously this is this is hard, but pick up and refill any medications that you can that you need. Yeah. yeah. You might be able to. You might not be able to. But do it anyways. Yeah. All Talk right?
1: about the ninety days with your yep. provider. Like most, most can be changed to that. Or even if you're using GoodRx
0: mm-hmm. to just your insurance won't pay for it. Yeah. Do it. Like just go get spend it in cash and get the 90. Yep. Anyway. It's worth it. It really is. Yeah. Again, check those smoke detectors and those carbon monoxide detectors, make sure they have batteries and they're working because if you're doing heat and cooking in different weird ways, just, you're going to want to be safe. Yeah. So just make sure those things you're are working. you
1: just like a little unsure. At
0: least you have yeah. a detector there. Exactly. Um, close off any unused rooms and just try and heat the rooms that you need to. <laughs> it's just always a good idea, especially, you know, in just a time. in general safety. Yeah, in general. Energy. Yeah. Let your faucets drip, you know, even if you don't really have trickle. issues. Yeah, cold, trickle it. <laughs> um, even if you don't usually have issues with that, I would be safe. Yeah. Because if they yeah, freeze, even newer homes it's going to suck. Big time. Right? Um, and then the last few things, stay off the roads. I mean, once you get that stuff, if you don't have to go drive, just stay off the roads. Yeah. Most people are idiots. They don't know how to drive in the snow. Yeah. You might die. You always see like some Honda Civic out yeah. there
1: trying to get to the grocery store and
0: yeah, the only thing that's out are trucks and plows. You're like, yeah. come on. You idiots. Yeah. So just if you don't have to, and then download as many casual preppers episodes as you can because right. you're going to want to listen to some. Yeah. Delete them all and re-download exactly. them Exactly. But anyways, though that's kind mm-hmm. of like that that checklist right before a winter storm hits that you're going to want to look at and go yeah. and do.
1: Yeah. I think that is like the biggest part of this whole entire yeah. thing. Like that'll get you ahead of pretty much everything. Yeah, for sure. Some of the more specific things are are like some specific kits, like home emergency winter kits that you yes. can have ready, like Colby was talking about. Some of those items. Um power outage during the winter is like the guarantee with big storms. For sure. heavy, you know, people crashing, knocking out power lines, knocking out phone lines. Like it's the most likely time for this kind of crap to happen. Yeah. So like you said, you know, you want to make sure you have a way to, to, to heat a room that's safe. It's not going to give off, you know, fuels and gas and kill y'all. And that happens a lot. So, Mm -hmm. um, make sure you get different items to counter that. um, And then the water and food, even if you're working on the 72 hour, like that's Mm -hmm. easy. That one you can do in a day. For sure. Like you could just have 72 hours and that's still going to keep you ahead of almost every type of storm and outage.
0: Yeah. Most of the time that's going to be sufficient. Right.
1: But that's easy to do and that can be done in a day Mm -hmm. and then work on that two weeks. Like Mm -hmm. just two weeks. It's, it's. A lot when you break it down, like Mm -hmm. food and water, but it's so, it's, it's doable and everybody can have two weeks worth.
0: And if you're just constantly working on it and getting a little every time you go to the store extra, it's not, Yeah, you don't notice the cost and it's really not hard. No. And it's, I mean, this time of year, people are dropping crap off and like, you know, so it's like
1: you could store some of those Mm -hmm, things. For sure. Um. Consider, like, ready-to-consume products, ones you don't have to cook. You don't have to worry about starting a fire or using electricity that you probably won't have. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different products out there that are just ready to eat, even if you just get a few of those nasty MREs. Mm -hmm. They're high calories, and, you know, those are the best during the winter anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, Water collection. So, snow, obviously, can be used, uh, but you're going to want to collect it, and you're going to want to sterilize it. So... Think about your home storage, and this goes back to one gallon a day per person. It, like, roughly, you're looking at 15 gallons a week. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was, or two weeks. I think it's 15 gallons per two weeks, yeah. 15 gallons for two people for two weeks is roughly where you want to be. So two of those blue things, the 55 gallons, that'll get my whole family mm-hmm. those two weeks. But it, having ways to, like, prepare water, if you're water lines rupture and things like that cook up some water <laughs> yeah just make water yeah just gonna get it just bit. make some explosions okay. like with hydrogen mm-hmm. and particle collider some sort boom and you should got water um, but yeah you got to think about ways to kind of continue to get water yep. if you are running on the bare minimum minimum um, a blackout kit and we've mentioned this in like multiple episodes and I have one under my bed that has you know a flashlight a headlamp, um, just ways to navigate your home because power's going to go out in the middle of the night. Whilst... Like a map? Is yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Map of the house? Where's the kitchen? Where do those kids sleep? Good thing I drew this in glowing dark. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, having those blackout kits and one that's like nearby your kids so they know where to get it. Mm-hmm. And not only do you have just flashlights and headlamps, in these you could put some candles, you can put a crank uh, flashlight slash radio, like yeah. those are usually in a combo. Glow sticks lighters, um, and matches, just things that you can, you know, get light and make things easier to navigate and comfortable. Yeah. Um, another thing that I throw in mine is just a simple like bivy. Yeah. Cause that's great. That's one thing is it, you have a lot of blankets and you can stay warm with them. You can like triple their, you know, yeah. efficacy by putting a bivy over Oh top. yeah. It really traps in there. And heat. they're teeny tiny and you can yeah. throw them in a little, I have a Tupperware thing Mm -hmm. I'll buy my bed that has fire, like it has the fire blanket, has Mm a fire mask, and then it has the the blackout stuff in there too. Nice. A light and all that. Um, All the things I won't talk about. Those are secret. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As for the heaters, look at Mr. Heater, Mr. Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Heater's a great idea. Mr. Heater. That's a competition. Yeah, Yeah. But the Mister Heater, just look up those, and you can usually find and see like what those little catalytic heaters are, and and mm-hmm. how they, uh, you know what options you have. But you're gonna want to have one of those because yeah, those tiny propane tanks are cheap. You can mm-hmm. just store them even if you're not planning on cooking with your
0: propane grill. That's all you do with these. One, you can like, get the um the where you can go to the bigger tanks too. You can yeah, get the, the little converter thing, converter, huh? yeah, or the, the to fill it up, or you can, can actually Box go directly. Gave us that. To the, oh, right. the Mr. Buddy as well. So use a big tank or, yeah. and or some people, ones. you know,
1: that's just their main home fuel as a person. For sure, yeah. Tank. But have ways that you can just use or adapt, you know, put an adapter on and run just a simple heater. Mm-hmm. Some of the options to help cook, even where you're trying to do the non cooked foods, barrel cook or one of those systems.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've we've done a couple of videos on those, but those are the ones where you just fill a little water in the um, canister and you throw in one of those chemical packets and then they just get hot and cook yeah. safe indoors. Voodoo. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. Basically.
1: And you can heat, you know, just liquids, soups, things like that. And you don't have to worry about flames and CO, you know, carbon monoxide yep. poisoning and things like that. Um, and cold medicines. Hmm. So this year it start, you know, people start cleaning off the shelves of that stuff in this type type of an, an event, like you're going to yeah. wish and hope that you had plenty of ibuprofen, guaifenesin, Sudafed, honey. What's guifenesin? Oh, what Mucinex. Is. Oh, okay. So just something to help with cough and yeah. some of those minor cold symptoms. Having those at home. Yeah. Because if you can't go to the store and get some of those things and you're help your kids sleep and help you sleep, you know, mm-hmm. NyQuil even, you're going to be mad. And so we usually yeah. try and stock up on those, you know, buy, you can buy boxes of like, like a oh, yeah. whole bunch. And um, it, it's going to be a huge relief for you to just have those minor things. And I've talked about it before, like knowing how to manage those basic colds, knowing when that you need to seek medical attention. Like fevers are not always a bad thing. Like that's how your body responds. That's how it's taking care of the virus. Like just some basic education. That's one thing I wish I could do is like go into the community and be like, look, you guys go in for too many, like there's just you you use up too much resources yeah. when you can manage this and your bodies are better at handling these than you think. Save money, man. So, like, spend some time in looking at when, um, when it's time to seek, like, more advanced medical care. Right. Because people, I think they waste a lot of time coming in when mm-hmm. they don't need to. They could just manage it at home. Yeah. And knowing what medications and having some of those basic things like the oxygen sensor sensor and the pulse mm-hmm. and learning how to maybe take a blood pressure and listen to lungs like you can get all that medical gear you don't have to be an MD well, to those figure auto those things blood out
0: blood pressure cuffs right work. yeah they're not always perfect but So they some get of you that close. medical gear is hugely yeah.
1: like important for you to avoid having to drive into town when all you have is a viral cold, you know. Yeah,
0: and especially in a in winter storm where driving is pretty dangerous, right. and You don't want to if you don't. You have don't to.
1: want to go in, sit no.
0: in an ER
1: waiting room, and pick up pneumonia. Yeah, and go home. It's not good. So anyway, yeah. And then uh, generators and fuel. Make sure mm-hmm. your generator runs well. You know, have backup spark plugs, um, and then have fuel for it. Make sure you have good exhaust. Like, don't put it inside. Yeah. Don't run it in your garage. You not need a to keep great it idea. Outside. And, uh, no, you can print out a thing that tells you what wattage things run on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. get that generator that fits your needs. One that'll run a microwave, one that'll run a small heater for a, a good amount of time, like things like that. Um, when you're looking for a generator, you can print out a wattage usage, you know, don't expect to run your central air. but Right. Yeah. But the basics and how much light that you want and how much you want to run in your home, like they're easy to find. And the better ones are obviously the dual fuels. I kind of shoot with the generators. I kind of, you want to try and shoot for around like 4,000 watts. 4,000 watts. That's a pretty good, like affordable generator mm-hmm. to run most things that you would need. So Cool. Anyway, like those are a lot of the little things
0: that you can kind of add to the emergency kits for yeah. winter. No, that's great. So a big issue come winter time, especially when there's snow and ice, is driving, right? It yeah. gets insane. And so you need to be, ready for that your vehicle needs to be ready for that um and so let's talk about a few things um that you can do when you when winter comes for your vehicle i mean the number one thing i think all the time is just your regular car maintenance make sure it's up yeah make sure it's tuned up make sure the oil changes are done the tire rotations are happening you know all of those things um if you're running slicks yeah it's not great it's time to no. change like your battery obviously that becomes more important in the winter yeah. your battery your coolant your wipers and your wiper fluid that is a huge issue in the winter, especially yeah. here. Like you, you lose your wipers or your fluid, you can't drive. Right, it's a mess. Right, right. And, and you know, some
1: people's batteries fully charged. Yep, they don't have a good cold crank. Yep, and they're
0: dead. doesn't work. They're, right, wait, wait, what happened? Uh huh. You make sure your filters, uh, your brakes, all those things. You don't want to add to an issue you know, breaking down in, in a snowstorm like this, it just makes things much, much worse. And so that's the first thing I would look at. And the next thing is what are the items that you can keep in your vehicle that helps you out in in this time of year? Um, Nine
1: millimeter.
0: Two, two, three. Right. (laughs) So, um, double barrel, the chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have one of these three kits, which is an EDC kit a get home bag or a bug out bag and many times we're keeping those in our vehicles which i think is great Mm -hmm. right i keep an edc pack slash get home bag in my truck at all times so right there you already have like the basics that you need to survive in case you get stranded or whatever might happen you have the basics you can start a fire i saw your little swiss army knife you did that little white don't tell nobody about it (laughs) does it all it does yeah so that's a great thing to have in your vehicle because it gives you the basics of survival if something does go down but there are other things to consider uh keeping in your vehicle um, in case of emergencies obviously any fluids that your vehicle might need is great to keep on hand you know especially that wiper fluid uh oil um whatever kind of coolant and stuff you might need it's great to keep some in your vehicle right in case stuff goes down yeah uh, tire chains maybe
1: I always run that deicer in there too like, yeah, it's just good stuff. Mix it in with the regular, and it still works really well. Yep,
0: absolutely. Drink a little.
1: Uh huh. Have a little sip.
0: <laughs> sip your sip in the morning. Keep your blood vessels yeah. from freezing. Yeah, keeps you going. Keeps you going. <laughs> Old home remedy. It's nice. It's a little sweet and tastes pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little kick. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Some extra warm clothing: boots, hats, gloves, a jacket. you uh, you just and maybe even some socks like some wool socks you just don't know what's going to happen where you're going to be and you might need it be walking all the way home exactly water and this one obviously in the winter time it's very difficult with water because stuff freezes you don't want it to burst and it's it's a tough thing i do keep some of those water pouches in my vehicle and a lot of people don't like those but i do like a
1: teeny little (laughs)
0: water pouch I like it though because if it does freeze, it's not gonna burst. If it gets too hot, it's not gonna ruin the water. Yeah you know what I mean? It's those are made for these conditions to get very hot and very cold. So that's why I like them. But you can also just, you know, and those are the ones you can
1: stuff in weird little you know, cubbies in the like pull a piece of plastic off, you can shove a few down in there. I've never had
0: any freeze. No. Yeah. And it gets cold. Exactly. But you can always just bring in some water. Punctured, e- every yes. Every day. I've had a few punctured. I have too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had some in my middle console and it got punctured and- <laughs> Whoops. It's got a pen in it. Yeah. Well, that's no good. Um, But you can also just bring water in and out every day if you feel like it. Yeah. Whatever you want to do.
1: Obviously, I I found one of those pouches the other day, like, in my bag, and it was empty. I'm like, oh, great.
0: Great. What got wet? How soaked did everything get and then dried out? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Food is another thing to keep in there. Snacks, any long shelf life food bars are great to keep in your truck. Half eaten. They're all over in my car. Exactly. But you got to have something. Yeah. Right? A collapsible shovel is great to have especially in the winter months ice scraper with a brush that's pretty self explanatory um toe strap yeah very good i gotta get a new toe strap it's always nice to have one of those something to get traction T O W, yeah not a toe all <laughs> <laughs> right a toe strap yeah hold my socks up yeah it's great like suspenders for my feet <laughs> Keeps them toe separated yeah. equally <laughs> <It's> toe <laughs> strap <laughs> Um, when you get stuck, you want something for traction if you can, yeah. maybe some sand, maybe some kitty litter, maybe you just got floor mats in there. You're going to yeah. use, There's uh, some
1: cool stuff. Like, like I've wanted to get some of those like super like mm. spiky
0: grip yeah. things that you throw we in. We got some in a battle box way back. I yeah, had some in my wife's them, car. Huh? Yeah. Uh, jumper cables, obviously, or a battery jumper of some sort for your battery. you got to have that, especially in the winter months. Again, I keep saying that, but those are super critical. Uh, hand warmers. I think you got to have both. Yeah, I think both is probably Half the good. time the battery dies. Yep. Hand warmers. Wool blanket. I keep one in my truck all the time. Yeah, I do too. Again, you just don't know. Fire starting tools. Uh, first aid kit. Super important in a truck. That's one I use all the time as my truck first aid kit. I actually have, like,
1: that's the one three I usually go to
0: first. <laughs> I have yeah. like three of them in my truck, so it's kind of nice. Headlamp and a flashlight. Again, it, you get break, break down in the middle of the night. You want to be able to see what's going on. Headlamp makes it really nice. It sure does. Um, maps. It's pretty self-explanatory there, too. Sunglasses. What? Wait, what? <laughs> maps. Go into detail on that. I don't get what you're saying. If it's backwards, it's Spam. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I always knew that was yeah, the past the healthiness. Was yeah, there's a map. Um, come wintertime, I have to have sunglasses. That it's so oh, bright yeah. outside, and my eyes are so sensitive. I'm a little girl when it comes to that. I gotta have sunglasses. Oh my, I can't drive. Stingy. <laughs> um, if you can carry some extra fuel in your truck or your vehicle, great. That's always a good thing to keep with you. Um, a small emergency radio. Why not? Yeah, and make sure you have a spare tire, dummy. Yep. You you get a flat, you're going to be unhappy if you don't have a spare.
1: Yeah, mine went flat in the parking lot at work. Did it? And my, mine was like up on blocks
0: forever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, this is the bad side of town. Yeah, probably. But yeah. And then thinking about a few things if you're driving <laughs> in the winter, okay? You can't drive the same as you do in the summer or the spring. It's a you whole. Can't
1: break 0.2
0: seconds before the no, stop sign. This is a whole new game. Buckle up, dummy, number one. Should be buckling up. Yeah. Slow down. I mean, there's no reason to go fast. Yeah. Well, maybe there is, (laughs) but if it's especially if it's snowy, just slow down. Keep that extra distance. Break slow and early. Break early. That's the thing that people can't figure out. You have to break early, right? Um, Be careful of them plows out there because they are a mess sometimes, right? Yeah. Keep that going
1: 200 miles per hour and throw snow into your windshield. Breaks your
0: windshield. (laughs) Breaks off your side mirror. (laughs) that is like a. You panic, man, you do. All, and you can't get your windshield wipers. Like, we up. underwater. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you keep that tank half full again. That's a big deal, and keep your windows and mirrors free of ice.
1: Yeah. Okay. Those freaking like this is the time I always try and change out all my wiper blades because mm-hmm. they haven't worked. Yeah. For like since last winter, yeah. they're all <laughs> they're all Scraping. broken plastic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Good I think stuff. the vehicle is a huge. That's, that's, that's like a great time to go through yep. your vehicle. It really is. Um. Let's talk about one of the more boring aspects of winter preparedness. Okay. Clothing. Yeah. So it's not super exciting and there's a lot of different offerings out there, but Mm. I'm going to try and keep it real basic here. Good. Mayo Clinic recommends the acronym COLD. They have a whole clinic
0: just for mayonnaise? Yeah.
1: There's a cold clinic. There's a warm one and a cold one. I love mayonnaise. But COLD stands for cover, overexertion, layers, and dry. Uh-huh. So okay. cover, wear a hat or protective covering. Prevent heat from escaping your head, face, neck. Mm-hmm. Wear mittens instead of gloves. Those are warmer.
0: They really are. They're warmer. harder to use, but they're warmer. You can't shoot no gun with them. That's true. Unless you get big old trigger. Big old <laughs> <laughs> mitten triggers. Maybe pack will send those out. Mitten trigger for your AR fifteen. Really good a little low pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Two hands.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised there isn't some mitten trigger out there. Mitten trigger adapter. Um, <clears throat> over exertion. Tactical insertion. mitten trigger. <laughs> all right, tac pack. We're waiting for it. Yeah, get it done. Uh, avoid activities that cause you to sweat a lot. I do that all the time. Cold weather <laughs> plus sweat equals faster heat loss and dead. That's okay? science. Yeah, that's science. That's science. It's confusing, but science it is. Layers. Wear loose fitting, layered. Layered is way better than buying like this massive down coat. Yeah, always puffy coats. Yeah, um, wear loose fitting, layered, lightweight. Lightweight clothing. yeah, Wool, silk, polypropylene inner layers hold body heat better than cotton. You, one of the big things that all of this talks about is you want to try and avoid cotton. Flannel mm. is mostly cotton. So mm-hmm. even though it seems warm, yeah. you feel like, you know, a lumberjack out there in yeah. the middle of winter, it's not the best option. You want silk. <clears throat> yes. That's all I wear is a silk <laughs> robe outside in the winter. Just wear your
0: gee. It's <laughs> definitely um, not silk.
1: Uh, but yeah, and you want to, and then the D is for dry. Stay as dry as possible. You like the D. Yeah. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) You won't look past all, but just think (laughs) of D. Um, but yeah, layer, layering is way better and it's the best thing you can do to prevent, um, sweating, uh, dehydration Mm. and all that in the winter. You can shed. That's the nice thing about it just shed off each layer and breaking down those layers, like three to four layers is what they recommend. And you want to go with like a thermal shirt or fleece. And then you go with your outer layer as a down jacket and a waterproof. Well, sorry, like thermal fleece. And then like you wear the down jacket. So that's your second layer. Mm -hmm. Third layer is a waterproof shell, like a parka or something like that. Then, you know, you're, you're keeping the water out. You're not overly sweating, and then you can open it up and shed. I so I used to go snowboarding a lot when I was younger, and I just naturally always like would put layers on. I yeah. would wear a long sleeve shirt because come I like, well I'd wear a thermal shirt, and then I would wear like just a light jacket or a zip up hoodie, which yeah. you know is cotton, not the best. Sure, and then I would wear a down coat, and I was always way better off than like my friends would buy like these massive yeah. coats, and they just didn't ever. It didn't ever work well. Um, so, anyways, layering is best. Mm-hmm. Extra pair of thawks. Uh, thawks.
0: <laughs> I really love that thox. Don't think thick socks. Think thawks. <laughs> That's how Mike Tyson would say it. Thawks. <laughs> it's thawks. i, I got to extra pair of thawks. i got extra pair of thox.
1: So, thick socks. You don't want to go, like, overboard on these either.
0: Darn oh. tough are good ones. I love those cloud line ones. I do too. You know, actually, the ones I like even better than the Cloud Cloud Cloudline ones. The, the six wildly ones? good. Those ones. are my these ones. Are you wearing them? Oh, they're great, dude. They're amazing. I love them. Yeah,
1: I've, they're super comfortable. Yes, and yeah, so far, like just wearing regular shoes. Uh huh. And what the hell? You got your shoes off? How did you do that so fast? I have slip ons on. Oh. All <laughs> of a sudden, shoes I off. I on the couch <laughs> <with> slip ons. <laughs> got a got funny. a shoehorn next to the couch. Oh, it's hilarious. But, yeah I, yeah, I would agree. Those are, like, some of my They're favorites. They're great, man. But, um, yeah, just get a good pair of socks that aren't going to, like, soak your feet in yeah. sweat. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to get, get a good balance. And wool, typically, mm-hmm. is a, a better option there. Gloves or mittens, we already talked about that. Yep. Mittens are typically better. The three-in-one are super nice
0: because
1: mm. you got your fingers that can be exposed. You flip off the little mitten yeah. and put it back on. Yep. Those are my favorites. And you still shoot your gun. Yes. Number one beanies you know winter hats they don't take up much space keeping your head warm is huge you mm-hmm. you lose a lot of heat through your head super your brain needs a lot of heat Yeah, working thermal gaiters um are nice because then you can kind of cover your neck use it kind of like a scarf pull it up over your mouth protect yourself from covid yeah. and cold yes okay boots um you can go crazy with these like they yeah. can get outrageously expensive yeah most people don't need ones that are good in 65 degree below weather. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be in Patagonia, you know. You never know. Most
0: of the time. Yeah.
1: And they're they're expensive, like $250, $300 for oh boots. Oh
0: my gosh, they are not cheap. No.
1: So, your area, if you're in Georgia that's not going to get that cold, it's going to be wet. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. you won't, you're going to wear something different than somebody that's in North Dakota. Yes. So, you got to just kind of look and see what your area is, how cold it gets, and how much snow you're going to be in. Um, Basics are that you want one that's going to protect from getting wet and one that's obviously going to have good insulation. Mm -hmm. I, I use the North Face Snow Fuse boot and I have, I've had it for four years Mm -hmm. and I'll wear it spring, winter, sometimes in the summer. Wow. Four years has not like, it hasn't started to fall apart. No seams have broken. Mm -hmm. It's faded. Like the lace, they haven't even broke. I love that boot and it's like ninety nine, sometimes even like sixty bucks. Nice. Anyways, yeah. If you want a lightweight boot, that one's only like two hundred and forty grams or something. It's yep. great. It's like a crock, yeah,
0: exactly. But it keeps
1: you covered. Snow crocs. Chapstick, obviously, you're gonna be out in the wind and mm. snow hopefully not much, but um your face dries out super fast and it hurts. Travel, um, tissue packs and, and just kind of some hygiene stuff. Um
0: so this is past clothing now. We're just getting to some yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry, it yeah.
1: Okay. Um the uh, hand warmers, mm-hmm. they're cheap. You can have a bunch of them. Yeah. You can just, like, get them hot, put them in your jacket in different pockets. You can put them in your boots. Crotch. Put them in your crotch. That's usually overheated anyway. Yeah, it's too hot down there. I don't, put, I, don't there. Know. I want a cold pack now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, and then, like I was talking about with the blankets, an all-weather blanket. But the thing is, if you have a Mylar blanket mm-hmm. or a bivy, which those are kind of, the same, sometimes they're a little different, but those suckers, like you just wear, you put a wool blanket on or even a cotton blanket and a bivy on top, it traps all that heat. I'm telling you. It's great stuff. You a freaking bivy. Yep. Um, and then in your bug out bag, which Kobe will go further into, you know, you want to have those sunglasses to protect your face and mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah. those are some basics on the, the, the clothing. Nice. Like I said, three layers, good pair of boots, get some mittens or a, a combo type of glove and a good set of boots. Nice. Done and done. Dudes set a boot. Right now, this time of year, I wanted to mention. Okay. You're all shopping, looking for that best item for everybody. Yeah. Maybe you delayed and didn't get the item that you wanted for your kid, and you're going to go yeah. to the black market. Just go to Battlebox. Doesn't matter. You're always unsafe online. Yeah, it's true. Doesn't matter. You can go to Yahoo and get your identity stolen. Yeah, exactly. But there's a way you can protect yourself. How? Surfshark. Okay. It's a virtual private network, cloaks your device online, uses their servers. Nobody can find you. They're trying to hack you. They're going to their servers and they're getting shut down. Nice. It's the smartest way to use the internet. I'm telling you. You can go gray man online. You can be full on prepper online and it doesn't cost you hardly anything. If you use our code casual preppers, 83% off for 24 months plus three, that's 27 if you add it. Holy moly. Less than sixty bucks.
0: That's insane. It is.
1: There's not a cheaper way to go online and be safe. So for less than like two dollars and twenty cents a month, yeah, you can get full protection online. The nice thing too is it can put you you can join a server in France and watch all their weird networks.
0: Yeah, that you might as well. Yeah. You we wee. We
1: wee. Wee we, wee. One prescription <laughs> covers it all. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> One prescription covers all your devices. It's not like you gotta limit three, four, five. You can do it on all of them. You can even do Geo.
0: it on your router, right?
1: Yeah. and I you still, still gotta, need to do a video. Yeah, Someone I've, asked I've about actually it looked day. it up and saw how to do it. I just need to do a video. Nice. Good. Super easy. If you don't want to keep connecting and reconnecting, yeah. you just put it in your router, and so you're always going through one of their servers. Boom. The other thing that I really like that I don't mention often on Surfshark is it has... Um, what's it called? It's got a shutoff feature where if you lose connection to their VPN, yeah. you lose all the internet connection. So you So know. you can't go on there and all of a sudden you get dropped from Surf Surfshark mm-hmm. and you're, you know, naked out there in exactly. the internet. Exactly. You don't want that. They have a, a feature that'll it'll just kill your internet so you realize you're not on the server anymore. Anyways, go to surfshark.deals slash Casual
0: Preppers. Get it now. Beautiful. This is the best time of year to do it. It really is. <clears throat> Fantastic. Anyway. So we talked... We talked about a lot of different things. Now we got to look at your bug out bag because your bug out bag, depending on where you live and if you live somewhere like Cam and I do, you have to revise it for the winter months. It's got to be updated and changed. Um, And so here's just a few quick things that we won't take long on this, but that you can do to make sure that it's ready for those winter months. Um, The number one thing basically comes down to clothing. The things that Cam just talked about. You need to have additional wool socks. You need to have a beanie. You need to have gloves. All the other stuff that Cam mentioned, those are things that you probably need to get into your bug out bag because it's gonna be cold and you're gonna get wet and you need to be you need to be ready with additional clothing to keep you warm or to get out of the, the clothes that you have that might be wet or whatever they are. So make sure that that is um, a part of your winter update. Also, your sleeping bag or your gear may need to be updated. Um, yeah. it's gonna be cold sleeping out there in a you know a thundersnow. And it's 20 below. So if you can get a bag that is better off in those winter months, do it a sleeping bag. So um make sure you have sunglasses. Again, my eyes are baby eyes when it comes to snow and sun. Have that stuff. Make sure you have chapstick. Make sure you have hand warmers. Cam talked about all these things, but these are things that you need to you could just throw in your bug out bag too. Throw them in your bug out bag. Also make sure anything that has batteries. Is fully charged or the batteries have changed out because the cold weather they wreak havoc on those batteries, yeah. They don't like cold, they you know, they suck the charge out. So, this is a good time to make sure everything is charged or the batteries are changed or whatever that might be. And also, you know, you have one of those always seems
1: backwards to me. I know,
0: like like two hot batteries would be two hot, two hot batteries
1: walk into a bar,
0: (laughs) (laughs) they both lose a charge. Um, yeah, you'd think it would be the other way, huh? Yeah, is kind of weird. So just make sure that you have a way to recharge those, or that you've switched out those, or you've charged it all up. Also, in the colder weather, you actually might need additional calories, because it's so cold, your body's working (laughs) harder. Yeah, exactly. So make sure you have ample food in there, and enough calories to keep you going. You might just need to add a few extra things. You know what I mean? Good thought. Again, water, it freezes, so make sure whatever you're doing water-wise, that you've got that figured out. And Fire starting is another thing you need to think about because it becomes more important as the temperature drops, plus sometimes it gets harder to actually start those fires. So maybe some extra tinder and some extra fire starting gear is um, something you should think about yeah. in, in your bug out bag. And all of this kind of goes for your EDC kit as well. It's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, update those things for the winter. Um, n- nothing else specifically, but some of those things are also good for your EDC kit. Right. So right. that's that's a quick little rundown. I don't think we need to go into it too much, but every year you kind of need to be looking at that as winter comes. Yeah. With those
1: kits. Um, one thing I didn't mention, too, is like with boots, you know, sometimes you, you have a good set of boots that you like that are yeah. super comfortable, but you're like, oh, I'll have an extra pair of boots for winter only. Yes. Like you can get those um, gaiters for your boots, too. Mm-hmm. Like you can make them yep. waterproof, and then the yak tracks are amazing. Yeah, those are. So you yeah. just stretch them over. I throw those in a bug out bag during the winter anyway. Mm -hmm. And I usually use some for, you know, when I'm going to work. Yeah. I just walk all the way to work. Might as well. Never slip.
0: Yep. Once. Well done.
1: Um, on that, the, the fire starting thing too, like cold water too, you burn more calories and energy to warm it up. So Mm -hmm. like in your bug out bag and it's half frozen, like it actually works you over more Mm -hmm. by drinking that if you don't warm it up. And I've seen people throw in those little uh, Jello packs mm-hmm. where they'll just heat it up, pour in the Jello, and there. then they get a little, yeah, a little sweet, a little yummy calorie. Mm. Yeah. So anyway. mm. Um, we've talked about a lot of this: staying protected, keeping your home and your car safe for if you get stranded. Yes. Um, Battery operated carbon monoxide detectors. Like this is a great time to make sure your fire detectors and your carbon monoxide detectors are working, and they're not expired and they're up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, fire blankets and extinguishers. Like I don't have an extinguisher in my kitchen. I have the fire blanket nearby, but Mm -hmm. like, this is a good time to put those in. Yes. Cause you're going to be cooking. You're going to be indoors more, not just with like storms and power outages. Like it's a good time to just get those things in, you know, in order. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, desperation, people freaking out for storms, can't get to the grocery store. What are they going to go to next? They're going to maybe break into your home. So. Having some self defense training, having some weapons, things like that are going to be a and, little more yeah, important. Yeah, home security,
0: this. too. I mean, yeah, that's yeah,
1: great. So battery backup mm-hmm. system, or you know, for like I've talked about it before. Sometimes you can run cameras off from just you know, some solar batteries and things yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. It's confusing, but you can do it. Um, making sure that your home meds, like we talked about. There's a ton of meds that can be useful, like ibuprofen and things like that over the counter. Go get them now. You don't mm-hmm. want it to be suffering diarrhea Ugh. and constipation and you can't go to the store. Like just make sure you have those because they're available now. Yep. Other thing is if you can have some backup antibiotics, most of the time, you know, you can communicate with somebody, even if you're doing televisits yeah. or something like that, or talking to somebody that has, um, some medical training would advise you to get on the antibiotics, Pharmacies closed, can't get to it. Like having some available. Worst case scenario, and I always put you know disclaimer here. This isn't medical advice. Yes, the fish antibiotics are super controversial, but they're typically manufactured to be very similar. If if it were me and my family, we had nothing else, and one of them had pneumonia or something, I would start them yeah. on a fish antibiotic. Mm-hmm. So,
0: but this is take not that medical as advice. you will.
1: Yeah. yeah um a weather radio super helpful to know what's going on outside how long it's going to last when's the better time to maybe go and restock on some su- supplies mm-hmm. and then when it comes to your vehicle if you get stranded number 1 don't wander off like people always like I'm stranded I'm going to go walk back and that's usually the people that die that die rarely yeah. do they die in their cars if they're waiting like I, I've known stories of people like rolling off the road and they'll just live on the groceries they had in there mm-hmm.
0: for like five days. Remember that guy that lived off the Taco Bell packets for like two weeks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you stay in your car, you're way
1: more likely to be found and, mm-hmm. and uh, stay alive. You go out wandering in the blizzard, you're dead. Yep. Um, this is an important time to make sure you have a way of charging your phone, mm-hmm. whether it be by the car's battery or having like a backup uh, battery pack or solar battery or something like that. Love the. Um, what's the frog one? The survival frog survival quad frog pro. You just hang that out your car it's gonna window charge. and it's going to charge to pull it back in. You know, play games on your just phone, put all it day up long. In,
0: on your dash, man. Yeah, so I love that thing. It's yeah. just a fold
1: out solar panel that's already attached to the battery, it's wireless charge or yep. USB. Great, perfect, great gift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, hydrate. You know, you want to make sure you're drinking sips of fluid. A lot of time in the winter, you're cold. You don't realize that you're thirsty, but you're Mm -hmm. still dehydrating, and that's another big risk. So, just sip little bits at a time. Um, And then, uh, if you're staying in your car and doing what, you know, they they advise to, like, every hour, start your car, warm it up for 10 minutes, then shut it off. And a big thing is make sure your exhaust isn't plugged by snow in the back. Like, if you've gone off the road, if it's still snowing, there's a blizzard, and you're going to start your car, go out and make sure the exhaust is open that'd be good you're not filling up your car with yes. death um so those are like just real basic things that you can do to kind of keep yourself safe at home and if mm-hmm. you get stranded um and then just quick summary of what the bait the big things you know yeah. Like if you anything
0: about, talk these things right here are the things to think about yeah right
1: and this is what kobe mentioned early on it's like two weeks of food and water um are huge and that's mm-hmm. the thing that you can work on now. You know, stores are still open. You can get to town. There's yeah. no not much snow. Go and get those. Get work on the two week plan. Um, important meds. If you're getting prescription meds, have at least two weeks. Don't wait till your last refill. Try and get ninety days worth. Most of the time you can do that. Um, clothing. Work on the clothing layers. Like get a good um, fill of what works and what you know you don't need to buy. A freaking huge coat, just mm-hmm. buy good layering. Fuels, make sure you top off your vehicles. Make sure you have fuel for your generator and then cooking fuels, things like that. Bug out bag, tweak it for winter. Lighting, make make sure your batteries are charged and you have ways to charge those blackout kits and that your kids didn't take the flashlights out and mm-hmm. run them dead. That's what happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Backup heating, ways to keep warm but safe indoors, even if you're pitching a tent in one room. like. Have ways to, like, make sure you're not getting poisoned by carbon monoxide yeah. and that you can heat safely. And your vehicle, just make sure it's ready to go for winter. Absolutely. That's pretty much all the basic stuff right That's there.
0: That's total winter preparedness just for you guys. 100% right? total. 100%. Total recall. I got to tell you, though, today's podcast is brought to you by Pack. The makers of the mitten trigger for AR-15, <laughs> right?
1: That sounded perfect. <laughs> it did, huh? The only monthly so tactical been
0: doing it for subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. You know, uh, Use code <laughs> Casual Preppers. Throw it over your head. <laughs> and get a free separate bag cent of EDC gear along with your first month's Tack Pack. Head to TackPack.com. Use our code Casual and lo and behold, we have a Tack Pack to look at right now. The first item in the Tack Pack is the grip mat dude it's cool i thought this was like a school food tray that's what it looks like huh but, but yeah. it's, a, it's a tool uh mat yeah. so you don't lose like all those little intricate tools when you're yeah either cleaning your gun or working on your gun or even working on anything yeah. it's cool it's so nice to have a little cup to put like all the screws yeah. in For sure you. and then it. there's the thompson target pucks so these are little three inch stick them up adhesive targets that you can put anywhere yeah, those you are can sweet. Freaking stick Put on them the on the back them. of your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put them on your windshield, wherever you want. Don't matter. <laughs> then we have the bad enhanced bolt catch. This is Battle Arms developed as a tier yeah. one industry leader in innovation, design, and durability. Got that? Always a nice little gun part. Black rifle coffee steep bag. Mmm, steeps like tea tastes like freedom. Mmm, that's mm. awesome. Yes. Then we got the Tac Pack Dog of War tea. That's Self-explanatory a bug out bag item right there. This right? shirt is badass.
1: It's a $10 bill.
0: I know. So, we got a rad uh, t shirt with a dog on it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. And then we got the Tack Pack Turkey sticker. Actually, the sticker's pretty sweet. I want to put that on something cool.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. that's yeah. Evil Turkey. Yeah. So, that's the latest Tack Pack. Pretty sweet stuff. Always. As we're going along with this, let's look at the latest Going Gear EDC Club. And they've got some Needle Frito stuff in their stuff as well first thing is the QSP Knives Parrot, a $29 value, 3.25-inch uh, spear point satin finish D2 steel blade, uh, pretty cool, uh, my micarta handles, weighing at 3.2 ounces, pretty cool little DD, EDC knife. I have another QSP knife that I like. Um, I like the feel of the the grip on yeah, that. It's, it's got a cool. good little texture. Then we have the Fisher Space Pen, the Backpacker, the $29.95 value. Uh, ink straight from venus yep ink from venus those right are sweet there. though cool knives half the time you are writing you can write upside horizontal. down you can write underwater through grease extreme temperatures almost anything it's pretty great then you or have vertical. the eagle the oh. eagle tack teeny dx3e uh keychain light thousand lumen maximum wow yeah really apparently that's what I it says believe it. jeez that doesn't look like a thousand. <laughs> that doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I think it needs a little bit of a charge. Or it. I don't know if there's another mode or something you got to put it in. Who knows? But it's always nice to have a keychain chain light. it in the first. Yeah. So anyways, that's the Going Gear EDC club as well. They Pretty have tons sweet. of stuff online. Go check out their store. They do. It's time for the quick and dirty <laughs> medical tip.
1: All right. So you guys are bored and I understand.
0: But I was just going to go How over. How do you know they're bored? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> We've been talking for so long. We did a two and a half hour podcast last time. <laughs> Everybody true. was super excited about it. Yeah. It was good. It was. My wife
1: was like, wow, it's long. And then she listened to it. She's like, actually, it was really good. That was nice of her. Thank you, honey. Nice of her to say. Thank you. Thanks, She probably had it in five times
0: mode. Curran sounded like a chipmunk. (laughs) Like a manly chipmunk. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: The, okay, so this is just real basic do's and don'ts of frostbite. Okay, okay yeah. Hypothermia gets a little bit more detailed, so I'm going to leave that out. You can okay. figure it out on your go on MD web okay. MD or something. Frostbite. Frostbite. The do's do bring the person indoor in uh, into a warm room as soon as possible. Don't leave them out in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the reason they say that is because um, if if you're to going to be back in the cold, they actually don't want to thaw frostbite.
0: Because it gonna hurt. Because like if niche. it
1: thaws and then you go back out and it freezes, that's way more damaging to the tissue. Oh, okay. So if you're going to be in continued cold, you want to just stay out in the cold, which is interesting. Screw that. Yeah. Um, do call for medical assistance immediately if you suspect uh, frostbite. And that means when you're warming it up, warming up like your digits mm-hmm. in warm water, not hot water, if you're warming them up and they look grayish or look pale like they're not getting mm-hmm. blood flow, That becomes more emergent and you should try and seek medical care. Um, remove restrictive clothing and rest the injured areas. You don't want to be exerting any area that's been under trauma by frostbite. Okay. Um, and then to the rewarming, you want to use, like people tend to use too hot a water and they test it with their frozen tipped fingers. You know, they're like, oh yeah, feels pretty good. Yeah. Burns them off. So you want to like use your elbow or some softer, you know. More sensitive
0: tissue and see a hot... <laughs> oh, yeah. My forearm stick is pretty your, hot. Stick your ding-dong in there. Stick your it. ding-dong. You will know <laughs> if it's too hot. It's sensitive the hardest part tissue. when you get in a
1: pool. <laughs> it is, uh But, um, yeah. So, you want to test that water. Make sure it's just kind of lukewarm. They say roughly 100 to 110. So, hot tub water. 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 Hot tub water. And then, like, 30 to 45 min- minutes. Good gosh. <laughs> when I've been talking a long time, it gets real slurred, like I'm yeah. drunk. Yeah. Sorry about that. During the warming, people like to, like, rub things. That sounds like a, a book
0: or a movie or a series. The warming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> it During does. the warming. During the warming. So, real cool. Catastrophic event after the the
0: thunderstorm. We had the warming, (laughs) the water runoff flooded the whole the warming. Yeah, it does. Chapter (laughs)
1: two, the warming, (laughs) thunder snow. Chapter one, (laughs) chapter two, the warming. warming. But Mm. try to avoid rubbing the area, trying to keep it warm by friction. I try that will damage it, Mm. and try not to use like heaters and things like that. You're just not going to be able to feel that it's burning off. Sure. (laughs) Um. Prevent infection. Uh, frostbite tends to blister. Try and uh, keep those blisters intact and covered. If they rupture, then you want to, you know, keep them uh, clean by covering them with bandages. People like to pop them. Don't pop them. They'll probably eventually pop, but okay. the longer you can keep them closed and sterile, the better. Mm-hmm. The don'ts. Don't do these things, okay? That's what it means. Kay. Don't do anything that will further injure the tissue. Like I said, don't rub them together. Kay. Don't try and like put them by the a heater or anything like that in a fire. If your feet are pretty poorly or, or pretty damaged by frostbite and you're not going to go back in the cold, try to stay off your feet. Okay. They can heal better if they're kind of elevated, well not elevated, but you're not standing you're not on them standing and, on and them. walking on them because you'll just damage the tissue. Further. Sure. Yeah. Don't use dry heat. Like I said, blow dryer, radiator, don't put them on a heating <laughs> pad. Okay. Those things will just damage further. And the prevention—we've already talked about this. Dress appropriately. These are for these are for frostbite and hypothermia. Dress appropriately. Layering—it's always important, so you don't sweat and get colder. Protect your hands and feet. Mittens are great. Good boots. Don't drink alcohol. People do that and they die. Mm-hmm. And um, smoking obviously constricts blood vessels and damages tissue further. So don't smoke while you're sitting in the cold. They, it's funny because all army films are all smoking in yeah, trenches, know, huh? but it actually is not good for mm-hmm. vascular flow um if you get wet get dry as fast as possible that check makes yourself sense. every half hour or so for signs of frostbite if you're stuck in the cold if you're trying to get back somewhere you need to check your digits sometimes mm. genitals because that is yeah. one of the first places to freeze <laughs> yikes but um yeah anyways those are real basic things but
0: hmm. those are the Let's do's and don'ts don't frostbite. rub them
1: don't rub your
0: genitals not when it's cold <laughs> anyways the end. Awesome. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you uh, mightily. We really do. You're all very nice people for listening. And, and you make our lives way more exciting. You to do. Keep on subscribing. Share us to your friends. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I don't know. Everywhere. Just Alta Vista. It. Yeah, Alta Vista. Whatever. Netscape uh, browser. Uh, stay survived. <laughs>